0: Hi, I'm Rich Spence, the President of Mortgage Centre Canada. Welcome to the Playbook Podcast. This episode is sponsored by our friends at FCT. Customers' demands are always growing and FCT can help. Since 1991, they've helped drive the real estate industry forward with proven expertise and new technologies. They offer innovative products and services like closing solutions, valuation tools, and of course, title insurance, which they introduce to the Canadian market. Whether you're looking for an individual service or a complete solution spanning the entire mortgage lifecycle, FCT is your best partner. Visit fct.ca today to learn more. This is Rich Spence, and this episode, thank God it's a podcast because it's a Sunday morning and I look pretty rough. So I'm glad this is done via audio and not video. So today I'm coming to you and I'm I'm recording this solo episode, which I'm calling the dentist model. And part of the reason I'm I'm doing this episode is because I have told this story probably a hundred times to agents looking to scale their business. In my line of work, I get a lot of questions about... I get to talk to a lot of brokers and a lot of agents. And the question always is, you know, when do I hire an assistant? How do I hire an underwriter? How do I scale my business? What is the most profitable business model as a mortgage originator in Canada? And I see a lot of brokers make mistakes and agents make mistakes, from building and scaling their business because they're doing it from their perspective of what they want to do and what they've seen. And a lot of it is they want to offload things that they don't like doing in the business versus scaling a business in a way in which others have done it more profitably. So I'm going to explain the dentist model. Before I do, though, there's a thing I want to talk about, and that is When you get to a certain scale in your business and it's time to hire on that first employee, a lot of people are nervous about hiring that first employee because in their head, they're thinking, okay, that's $40,000 a year or a $50,000 a year salary. And I don't have that in my bank account, so I can't hire a person. I need to have all that money put aside sitting in the bank account, or I shouldn't hire somebody because I can't afford them. And I, and I only thing I'll say to that is you don't need the full year's salary of a staff member right up front. And the reason being is you're going to bring that person in and the activities that they are going to do is going to grow your business and it's going to scale your business so that you will be able to afford that person. So only think about having, say, three months worth of that person's salary because within that three-month period, you are going to scale your business and earn more, so don't delay on hiring an individual because you don't have a year's worth of salary. It's very common. I know a lot of people think like that. Uh, I know my earlier career. I used, you know, I was an entrepreneur. I had a software business, and I'd come home to my wife, and I I'd say, "Oh my God, we're broke. I don't have any money." And she goes, "Oh my God, we don't What do you, what do you mean we don't have any money?" And and I go, "Well, in about twelve months' time, we're out of money." Right. And as an entrepreneur, you always need that bucket of money or that the pool of resources just in case, because you know, the ebbs and flows of a business. But when it comes to employee, don't make the mistake of holding off an employee and scaling your business because you don't have a year's worth of that person's salary in the bank account. Three months is probably a good rule of thumb and you should be okay from there. So let's talk about how to scale your business. What is the most profitable? way of scaling your business and i'm going to talk about the dentist model so let's talk about a dentist so we've all been to the dentist Uh, i hate it but we all go to the dentist and let's break down a dentist visit that you go through when you go to visit a dentist so when you first go to the dentist and you, you go to the receptionist somebody greets you and always a nice person bubbly personality welcoming you to the office and that same person would escort you into the dentist room and sit you and get you all settled then the dentist comes into the office and connects with you and there's an emotional connection and how are you how are the kids oh i see your last visit was so-and-so yep we're gonna get you all fixed up and off they go the dentist leaves Then you have the hygienist who comes in, cleans your teeth. Then you have that x ray technician comes in, takes your x rays. And then the dentist comes back at the end, reviews everything that's been done, has a nice chat, and said, Hey, you know what? It was great to see you. We'll see you next time. Somebody else escorts you out, makes your next visit. And when you're at home, somebody else, the CRM program or somebody else is calling up to follow up with you for your next visit. Now, if you think about that process, The dentist who owns the business, the highest paid employee in that process from beginning to end on an hour long visit has spent a total of seven to 10 minutes with you and everybody else did the work around it. That model is, as you know, dentists are extremely profitable. My dentist drives a Porsche and lives on a mansion on the lake in Lake Ontario. So they do extremely well. Takes their staff to Vegas once a year and they have a staff of 15. So they do extremely well. And the dentist model is a very, very profitable model and a great way of running your business. Now, let's make it applicable to a mortgage agent's business. Think of the client experience from beginning to end and think about what a client needs to go through from the moment of application intake. Putting a file together, underwriting that file, lender submission, to doc collection, to closing, to post-closing follow-up till the next time they come in. Okay, so break it down and in some business concept, they'll call that swim lanes, is each part of those process that I define is a swim lane. And, and that is the client experience. Now, the first mistake I hear from mortgage brokers all the time is they want to hire an under- underwriter. They want an underwriter in that process. Now, let me tell you, of that client process that I just described, the underwriter, a good underwriter, is the most expensive part or employee of that part in the process. Being a good underwriter or understanding how to put deals together and submitting them to lenders... As a mortgage agent or a broker who's been in the business for a long time, you tend to underestimate how good you are at that and how rare of a skill that is. And you always, everyone wants to hire on that position. And I'm not saying not to hire on that position, but when you're scaling your business for the first time, that is the hardest position to hire for. It is the most expensive position to hire for in that whole process. And you don't need to scale your business. That doesn't need to be your first hire. What you want to do, like the dentist, is hire that intake person that can take the application, the beginning CRM part of it, and you insert yourself as The dentist or the agent who welcomes a client, makes them feel comfortable, tells them about the process that you're going to go through. Somebody else goes through the process of the application, collecting the upfront documents. You get the file in, you work the file. This is as you first start. If you don't have an underwriter, you work in that file. You're submitting it to a lender, getting your commitment. And the doc collection process or the fulfillment process is another employee that can work on it. You come in and do the closing and the post-CRM follow-up is somebody else. If you look at scaling your business that way, you're adding staff in areas where it's not expensive. They're not expensive. Think about the front-end CRM administrative position. It's it's very administrative in nature. It's online application forms. It is collecting documents. It's emails. It's document portals. And that position is relatively inexpensive compared to an underwriter probably get minimum wage a little bit over minimum wage and the other process of doc collection again administrative in nature uh, the employee costs will not be a lot and then the post follow-up crm even if you don't need a person you can automate that through technology be it crm so that type of model allows you to bring in individuals that won't cost you a lot, but will help scale your business. And you're really focused in on developing your relationships with your referral sources, connecting with the customers, making sure that the file gets done correctly with the right lender and the parts of the business that you can scale and add people. You can do so very inexpensively. And you don't need to add an individual in each of those swim lanes, right from the beginning, they can be done over time. And as you scale your business, so, and this is, I'm not going to say this is a rule of thumb. This is my own experience with agents across the country is that first zero to say 15 million, you're probably going to do this whole thing on your own. Once you get to 15 million, adding an individual, whether it's in the upfront process Whether it's in the doc collection or the follow up CRM is probably your next hire. Then from that 20 million to 50 million, once you hit 50 million is adding another individual, separating it, somebody on the intake on the front end, somebody on the doc fulfillments collection process. And as you continue to scale your business, you add those individuals to the team. And even as you grow even further, you can add two people to each part of the process. So you can two upfront intake, you can have two fulfillment specialists, you can have two CRM specialists, and if you're getting courageous, you can get into an underwriter in the middle. So this type of model allows you to scale your business where you're working with a team. So that's what I would call the dentist model. The benefits of going this way in the process is... You go out in front of the business. You are the face of the business. And consumers know you. They come to you. And people behind you are staff. So you're not scaling with commission-paid individuals. You're scaling with staff. So the profitability of the business goes up in this situation. As the volume grows, you're not paying a percentage of the commissions earned. You're paying a salary. So it increases the profitability of this model. right? Also, as you grow your business, you will have an opportunity to go on vacation because you have a team running behind you and you can align it that the customers are taken care of while you are away. Another benefit of that. And the third thing to consider is if you're in this business for a long time or plan to be in a long time, a lot of agents and brokers do not set up the business so that at the end of their career, it's a sellable asset. And You know, you can work a 20 year career and a lot of mortgage agents and brokers at the end of that 20 year career, they just kind of like fade off and, you know, the clientele just go somewhere else and they don't do anything with the business. Whereas creating a dentist model, I give you one little suggestion, one little tweak to do so that after a 20 year career of doing this, you can actually have a sellable asset. You can have a business that somebody's going to want to buy. And the consideration, what I'd like you to consider, as you become the front person of this business model that you're creating, don't do it in your own name. Create a brand. So instead of Rich Spence being out in front and people coming to see Rich Spence, create a brand called Stony Creek Mortgages or Mortgages by You, a name out front so that consumers are going to a business name, not going to an individual. So what you are doing is you are training consumers to come to the company and not you. Now, you're the ambassador. You're the front person. They believe in you. They're going to talk with you over those 20 years. and are going to connect with you. But if you're pushing forward a brand name that consumers in your community and your database is coming back to, That allows you to sell the asset to the incoming buyer. You know, it could be someone young trying to get into the business and want to buy a business versus building it from scratch. That buyer has the confidence that the consumers are coming back to the business, not the individual agent. That way, the business, you get an asset to sell and the person coming in gets an asset to buy that consumers are going towards, not just your name. And another thing to consider when you do this, the importance of CRM, the importance of a database coming back or reaching out to your database, it doesn't need to be complicated. It could be just an annual newsletter. It could be a happy birthdays. It could be an annual renewal discussion with your customers. It could be a mortgage checkup once a year. It could be an annual uh, movie theater day where you have all your customers come back. Now that's great to grow the business while you're growing, but also what that allows you to do is to measure the stats on how many customers keep coming back to the business over the years. If you have an active database where clients are coming back to the business on an annualized basis or every four years or whenever they renew, you can show that at the end to that Person who's going to purchase your business say, look, not only is this a great name, not only do we do a hundred million in business a year, not only do customers go to the business, not just my name. We have a proven CRM and a proven formula that customers continually come back to you. That is worth more to you when you sell your business than anything you can add to your business. So in summary, You're a mortgage agent out there. You're doing great. Aspire to become a dentist. The dentist model is one of the most profitable models. We have teams across the country that follow this model. It might be a little scary hiring that first employee and think, oh my goodness, do I have the money for that? Hire, again, put three months worth of a salary in a bank account. Start with a contract position with somebody to fill either the front end, the fulfillment, or the follow-up CRM, or all three parts of that. and give it a go. I'm telling you this model works. And in the long run, it is a very profitable exit for a mortgage agent. I hope that's helpful. If you guys need any help, we're always here for you. Reach out to myself, Rich Spence at Mortgage Center. Actually, my email address is rich at mortgagecentercanada.com. And I hope that helped. Anyways, aspire to be a dentist.